Esta caravana masiva de migrantes en tiempos del coronavirus atraviesa Guatemala rumbo a Estados Unidos. Son más de 3.000 hondureños, muchos de ellos familias con niños, que desafían el peligro de la travesía y el riesgo de contagiarse. Se reporta al menos un muerto entre ellos. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching or listening to the JTH Show. Today, we're going to talk about why Trump possibly got COVID and the new migrant caravan that's heading towards the U.S. But first, roll the intro. All right. Uh, as a general reminder, you can listen to this show and every other episode we've ever uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. And then if you don't mind dropping a like, a comment, and then making sure that you have ring the notification bell for the subscription. Okay, let's get right in. So Trump uh, contracts COVID, right? Is the first thing we learned today, uh, September, or I'm sorry, October 2nd already. Jeez, time flies. Um, so, you know, of course, that is no longer news, and it's crazy to say that. Uh, in the span of probably less than, uh, what, 12 hours at this point that we've learned uh, that, you know, that uh, Trump got COVID, it's like, okay, move on, let's go, what is next? Which, of course, then leads me to think, well, let's uh, back up a little bit. Let's think about why this guy probably got COVID. Now, of course, you're going to have people say, well, you know, karma. Possibly, possibly. I'm not going to take that away from you, especially those are those of you that already went to Twitter and allegedly the uh, the tweet that Trump sent out is one with the highest amount of likes uh, in comparison to all these other tweets he's ever done. So, you know, I'm not going to take that away from you guys that are celebrating this. I am personally not. Uh, I don't think I've celebrated anybody getting. Um, I think um, I stand with a lot of people that say, hey. Wish him a, a speedy recovery to him and his wife. But it doesn't take away the question, right? It begs the question. So why did he get for reals? Well, let's look at some some facts that we've known so far. Uh, starting with Hope Hicks, uh, one of the, or at least a, a senior aide to the president and the closest person that we have known so far to have contracted the virus. Um, she got a test on Thursday after feeling um, ill and... Uh, well, she got results later that she did have, in fact, now, who knows how long uh, Mrs. Uh, or Miss Hicks, I should say, was carrying around the virus. As we have learned at this point, we know that you can have you can be incubating the virus for several days, if not weeks before you actually show symptoms. Right. That's what at least some experts are saying. So is it possible that Hope Hicks had a virus way before um, this Thursday when they told her that she was positive? Yeah, of course. Um, so who else, who else has a virus is another question that people are going to be asking. Uh, is it that mean that everybody on air force one, because she was traveling with him? Of course that is, that is possible. What we know of course, is that she being so close to the president, well, there is a good, uh, chance that she was the, the reason why the president got again, 
all this is speculation, to be fair, because really no one is going to know. And I don't think anybody's going to know for certain until the White House decides to come up with a story um, to let us know, hey, this is possibly how the president got it. But for now, we can know Hope Hicks is at least a person uh, that has been identified for getting the virus first. Okay, so uh, other highlights that we can talk about as well around this case is uh, Biden. The Biden campaign said that they weren't notified that Trump had uh, contracted the virus. And, you know, if you remember, just a few days ago on Tuesday, Trump and Biden had their first debate. So is it possible that Trump already uh, carried the virus with him? Yes, it is possible, of course. Uh, But uh, again, it's something that he didn't know. And when he did find out, finally, after getting tested today, Friday, this morning, um, the Biden campaign is saying, hey, no one ever told us. We found out through some third parties. So, you know, that's their way of throwing shade. Now, to Biden's defense, I guess you can say, is, you know, Biden did come out publicly and gave a statement saying, you know, hey, we, we wish uh, for the Trumps to get better, right? Um, but that is what's happening. Uh, Harris, by the way, uh, Biden's running mate, also tested negative for the coronavirus. Now, uh, currently, the first lady and Trump are quarantined. Uh, this happened actually right after uh, Hope Hicks, actually tested positive. And so far, they've said a couple of things as far as out of the White House. Hey, uh, we're going to continue with the quarantine as we need to, you know, in case of anybody that gets contracted. Uh, Trump is only experiencing mild symptoms and all the agenda that Trump had planned will continue actually virtually. So are we going to end up seeing uh, Trump on a Zoom call? Interesting, huh? Maybe. Who knows? But that is what the White House has released so far and the Trump campaign. So moving on uh, with the why he contracted possibly. Well, let's also consider the fact that, you know, Trump hadn't contracted that we know of the virus before. And that is because he's, you know, he spent most of his time between the White House, the golf course, and then every other meeting he had, you know, around where, you know, I'm sure there was weeks of preparation for him to get there and very limited contact. He is now back in campaign mode. I think that's something that anybody can agree with. So he is naturally going to be commingling with more people. The, I guess you can kind of say the, the preparations are much more limited as well. So it's fair to say that, you know, some stuff is uh, maybe put aside that maybe before they weren't, you know, when he was traveling from place to place, because now, well, now he needs to go back into campaign mode. Now he needs to go back to maybe not shaking hands, but being in close proximity. Now, what we know so far is that the virus doesn't travel allegedly, or at least it's safe to be within, you know, or I'm not within, I shouldn't say within, uh, farther than six feet, right? Well, I don't think that's happening with hundreds of people that are showing up to his campaign rallies, with people all around when he is on stage doing any kind of uh, public event. I don't know that having so many people in such close proximity, you know, is helping the situation. So is that possibly how he contracted or, or Hope Hicks for that matter, contracted the virus? I would say yes. I don't think there's, you know, there's a lot anybody can argue against that, which then begs another question. Does that mean that other people at other events that Trump attended also had the virus or contracted the virus? And, you know, now we have, at least for that community, community spread. I think, again, that's something that yes, yes is the answer to it. Now, of course, what can we expect now? Well, now let's let the conspiracy theories run wild, right? Let's let them flow. You're going to be hearing 
everything to everything. And then I mean everything because I already have received, I don't know how many messages and actually just checked inbox, you know, my inbox for, you know, Hey, have you heard that in DMS by the way, for social media, have you heard that actually he already had the virus on weeks ago and he purposely tried to spread it. And Hey, you know, did you hear that? He actually doesn't even have the virus. He just wants to say that he has it so that he can come out strong, looking strong in this. You know, none of this is is fact checked, you know, because you can't because all this is just you know, all these things are just room. They're rumors. It's a conspiracy theory. Right. Or theories that people are going to, you know, while go run wild with them. Why? Uh, base, you know, I would say that is base because they hate Trump. You know, they don't want to see him win. And it, this is to them is like a golden or silver bullet, you could say. Right. Because, hey. If it comes out that he didn't have the virus and, you know, he just panicked the, the world because, hey, a president or any big major political figure getting the virus, much like when Boris Johnson got it, you know, it makes headlines. You know, can we say that if he didn't get it, you know, I don't know, we can impeach him for that now. You know, there's, again, all these crazy conspiracy theories. So what I would strongly, strongly advise all of you is to be vigilant. Be vigilant about everything that you hear out there, right? Every single post from today until they say that he no longer has it from, you know, everything from, oh my God, he is gravely ill. He, he, you know, he is bedridden and, you know, he is clinging to, you know, or to his life or whatever, right? Just like they did with Boris Johnson. That I, We can expect all of that, all of that, no matter what the White House tells you, even if they tell you he only has mild symptoms, somebody is going to come out with something that's much, much worse. So be very vigilant, right? Use that critical thinking I always tell you guys about. Um, and, you know, at this point, you know, what else can we say other than we wish him a speedy recovery? You know, we I think we should. Again, I think a lot of people are definitely very happy for some reason that this guy got it. Again, it could be because, hey, well, yeah, JT, because karma. Sure, that is, I think, a valid argument, right? Or at least a valid statement. Because, well, the guy for a long time played down the virus. And now that he has it, it's like, well, there you go. You know, so, you know, yeah, to a certain extent, you can say, you know, that's what happens, dude, for having a big mouth, you know. Um, but I don't think it's something that anybody should celebrate, you know, or wish that he, he you know, God forbid the worst happens to him over this virus. Now, we know that the Rona does leave some side effect, right? At least that's what, you know, experts in the field say. That unfortunately it does leave uh, a little bit of her, the Rona, right? Or, or him, whatever. I don't know what sex you want to give the, the damn virus, but I've heard both. Um, leave, you know, it, it, it leaves a little bit of itself in, in the host, right? After even someone after, after you feel that, you know, you got over it. So, you know, at his age, 74 years old, you know, the guy is, he's, he is obese, you know, uh, I'm not fat shaming anybody here, but the guy, the guy's a big guy. And uh, for that matter, I don't know if he has other health issues, right? So now that he has actually at least uh, confirmed to have gotten the, the coronavirus, you know, I, at least I personally do wish him a speedy recovery, even if this is karma. And hopefully, um, hopefully he'll take it serious and hopefully he won't downplay it uh, in the future as much. Okay, let's move on to a big headline story that at least I don't feel... Um, it has gotten the attention just yet. Well, because there's so much going on, but I believe it will become a big headline story. And that is the new migrant caravan 
that is headed for the U.S. So let's start with a couple facts, like always. Um, and they're not very many at this point, right? Um, outside of the traditional that it's, you know, a lot of people fleeing their country. Um, what we have here so far is Telemundo, out of Telemundo um, and Univision, they have reported that over 3,000 uh, people have uh, formed a migrant caravan that has taken off from Honduras. Now, like many other caravans, along the way, they'll pick up people from, you know, from wherever they're traveling from, right? But at least the initial takeoff was from Honduras. Uh, over 34 million jobs have been lost in Latin America due to the pandemic. So a lot of people traveling within the the micro caravan are saying, you know, there's nothing else for us to stay for, right? Um, there's no jobs. Healthcare is the worst. Um, and in fact, before we move further, let's go to a couple of videos. Okay, so, you know, as you can see there, um, the, you know, the people, people are fleeing because, again, jobs and the, the, the status of their country and they're looking like the caravans that came before them for, you know, greener pastures in the United States. So right now they have broken through um, Guatemala. And when I say broken through, well, you saw what I meant, right? They have literally broken through um, barriers or, or at least human barriers that Guatemala had put in place because they wanted to stop the massive migration. Um, you know, much like it did, by the way, in Mexico. If you didn't see that, those couple of those videos came out um, uh, more than a couple, actually. Uh, I think 2018 when they did it in Mexico. And then finally, when they got to the San Isidro port of entry, they also tried to do the same. Of course, in San Isidro, it didn't work out as well. Uh, for them, but you know that's just something that the that the caravans are known uh, for doing, right? Once they get to a to a uh, border, is you know they're gonna come through uh, in their minds, no matter no matter what you say, no matter what the country says. Um, the president of uh, Guatemala ordered, and this was a uh, an article I found. Um, let's see if I can translate it real quick. Okay, so they ordered uh, for the immediate detention of the caravan migrants traveling uh, through their country um, in any other, uh, I guess, uh, stops that they come across in Guatemala. So that's, that is something I guess the president of Guatemala has already ordered after he found out that they broke through the initial, through the country border. Um, so, you know, here's, a, here's some of my final thoughts on, on this topic. Um, I do feel very passionate about the migrant caravan situation. I felt very passionate about it with the first, you know, few that happened a couple of years ago. And I, in fact, I shared, I think in a previous video that I was involved in one of them in the sense that um, the one that broke out in the San Isidro border, that one uh, Sunday, I believe it was, uh, I was right there. They were, you know, traveling through and uh, I was crossing. And right as I was crossing, a whole bunch of them um, started running towards, towards the uh, port of entry. So, what can I say here is um, I, and this may be unpopular, I don't, I'm not against people trying to find uh, a better life for them, right? Just because you were 
born, you know, in any country for that matter, it doesn't mean that you should be destined to stay um, in that country and for that matter, die in that country. Right now, some people uh, choose to do that because they're very patriotic with their country. Uh, maybe they're too scared to to seek, you know, greener pastures elsewhere. They don't want to. They're too lazy. Whatever. Right. We can go on with hundreds of, of excuses as to why someone never leaves their place of origin. However, there are many people that choose to to look for something better, to look for a better life. And, you know, more power to them. I know many people. Right. Obviously, people in my own family that have done that. And here's the unpopular point. In case you guys are wondering, like, well, when, I mean, that's pretty good, dude. Why, why are you saying that's unpopular? Here it is. Here it is. I'll give it to you. Um, the legal way. Oh, I said it. Oh, that's going to set off on people. What do you mean the legal way? The legal way? There is no legal way. The world should be free. There should be no borders. Okay. Well, I, I'm not going to be able to talk to you, right? If that's the kind of mentality you have. Um, there is a legal way. Now, put politics aside and what the U.S. does or doesn't do to, you know, to help that legal process, you know, whether they delay applications, whether they, you know, deny applications, whether we have a president that chooses to, you know, delay with, with, by putting either less or more judges or by having cabinet members, um, that, you know, put in place some um, pretty harsh laws, um, like the separation of families. I mean, um, put all that aside, there is a legal system. And for those people that have utilized that legal system, it's a, it's a slap in the face. I understand that some of you guys won't agree. I understand that some of you guys will free, feel that anybody should be able to travel wherever they want with or without papers. And again, it is hard to argue uh, uh, with someone or at least have a debate with someone when that's the mentality, right? When you don't feel that law and order matters, when you don't feel that there should be someone that desires to go somewhere and that there is a legal way of doing it, Right. Um, what else can I say about this? Um, well, there's particularly something that I found interesting. And then here, I'll put the video here. And that is of this gentleman that decides, and he's not the only one, um, to flaunt his flag. You know, I say flaunt because in my opinion, um, these are individuals that are fleeing a country that they're, that they claim to be oppressed in, that they claim, um, to essentially be put to death almost by their own government right? That the people, they are horrible, that they don't have any medical care. Um, and they want, you know, to find, they want to come to America and I, mean, I shouldn't say America, should say the United States, right? Cause technically they are in America. That's a whole other topic, but, um, they want to come to the U S fine. Like I just said before, if you're going to do it and you're going to do it the legal way by all means. But when someone comes in a, in a caravan, such as this one, claiming oppression, claiming, you know, that they are running for their lives while at the same time, Flying their flag because they're so proud of it is something that I can just cannot comprehend. In fact, I was having this same conversation with a buddy of mine. You know, he gave me some really good points, right? Um, just too many to discuss right now. But, you know, in a nutshell, individuals that are, are very confused, right? That are confusing how patriotic they at least portray to be, uh, perhaps because maybe it makes them feel safe. Maybe it makes them feel uh, strong. I, I don't know. But at the same time, you know, whenever there's a camera, they do literally the same thing. Oh, I'm, I'm fleeing because I'm oppressed. The government is killing me. People, they are horrible. Uh, they're killing each other. Um, you know, I need to get my family out of there, but Hey, here's my flag. I'm so proud of, I'm sorry. It makes no sense to me. 
Um, if anybody wants to have a constructive, you know, uh, conversation, uh, I welcome you on the show. I welcome you to leave a comment down below and let me know, you know, what is it that I don't understand when someone says that they're fleeing their country? They want to come to another country because they feel safer. They have better opportunities there, but they they come very patriotic, showing all their you know their their flags and and some of them even have tattoos of their flags and you know shirts and they're heroes from their country. But again, they're fleeing. So. You know, I don't, I don't really understand. Now, I understand that some of you guys might say, well, yeah, JT, because they're representing, the flag doesn't just represent that era. Because I've heard that argument. You know, they're proud of something that has happened uh, years ago, right? They're proud of the flag um, in the sense of, you know, the history behind it. But right now, it's just when it's horrible, which I would disagree. I definitely disagree. I mean, a lot of these countries, are a, lot, a lot of people that are fleeing from some of these countries um, other than maybe a hundred years ago, 80 years ago, I don't know. Um, at least not in their lifetime. Was it a good country? Many of these countries have had trouble for many, many decades for many of these people, specifically some of these 17, 18, 19 year olds that I see again, flying their flag, but yet, you know, in their teens, your country has been in a rough spot for pretty much your entire life. Now you can say, well, yeah, but it doesn't mean they can be proud of their heritage. I don't think you can have it both ways, right? I, at least that's just my opinion. Now, when people come here, are they expected to only fly the U.S. flag? Well, listen, I don't think you need to fly the U.S. flag. You're not obligated to flag the U.S. flag. And there are people that have come to this country from other countries, but they're not fleeing. They migrated, yes, because either they got a better job opportunity, they fell in love with someone in this country. You know, there's many other reasons other, other than fleeing, right? There's many other reasons other than fleeing a country where they feel oppressed. And uh, yeah, you know, I've seen them here and they're still very, very proud of, you know, maybe they came from, I don't know, uh, Italy or maybe they came from England. Hey, you know, I, I really didn't flee. You know, my circumstance was different as to why I'm here. But again, I'm going back to the people that are bashing their country on camera, a lot of them, you know, how, how, how bad it is. But at the same time, they're very proud of their flag and they want to come here and impose, you know, a lot of their customs and traditions. And that's what I feel a lot of people, because I'm not the only one, uh, get pretty upset about. I can tell you this, it is true about many people in Mexico, which is where this caravan is heading right for, right? A lot of people um, in Mexico have uploaded videos over the last two years of caravans traveling through and destroying, you know, the path that they're walking, you know, leaving trash behind, um, if they are donated anything like food or clothes, it's left behind, um, you know, defecated on, it, it, it's, it's really bad. I mean, a lot of people only see the caravans and, you know, in bunches, but they don't really see the after effect of a caravan, right? And, um, you know, that's, that's the problem, you know, and if, and if for some reason this video ever makes it out to anybody and for some reason they understand what I'm saying here in English, which there's no reason I don't think they sh they they don't. Um, you need to make sure you come in, you know, the legal way. There is a legal way, and hundreds of people before you have done it. Hundreds, if not well, actually thousands, of people have done it before you. You know, don't let you know the the media, the the major mainstream media, um, or those people that are you know decide to be openly you know deaf about these conversations tell you otherwise you know there is a legal way um to enter any country and if take it the other way around 
you know, going back to thinking about the conversation I had with my buddy, if you had for some reason, just, you know, play along here, 2,000, 3,000 Americans, right? And I, I should say U.S. citizens, right? That decided, right, to go into another country, you know, and they're like, yeah, we're fleeing the U.S. because it's horrible there and it's the worst and this and that. And uh, we need help. Uh, Trump is killing us, blah, 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 whatever, right? Imagine that for a second. Um, they they would enter that country flying the, the U.S. flag. What do you think many people would say? See, that's a, a thing that a lot of individuals don't stop and think about because they find it offensive because they find, you know, find it that if I say that, someone might cancel me and they're going to hate me. You know, they're too afraid to say things like that. But that is the truth about these, these, unfortunately, about these micro caravans. Notice I didn't, I'm not telling you that these individuals are, are evil people. I'm not with the whole Trump stuff, right? Of saying like, oh, these are bad. All these individuals are murderers. They're rapists. No, I don't believe that at all. I truly believe that there's probably many, many good, genuine people that are probably very smart and can do great things and know things that probably individuals here in the U.S. don't know how to do. Uh, again, and should definitely have an opportunity to be here in this country. Um, I uh, That's not my argument here, right? My argument is not that at all. So and I hope you guys can can separate, you know, when I say that individuals coming to the United States or wanting to uh, have entry into the United States, do it the legal way. You know, as long as it can take, there are some people that right now can probably tell you, hey, I've been waiting for, you know, I don't know, two years, three years, five years, to hear back a response. And then they have individuals that are in this in these caravans and then simply make it through. Everybody forget about that, uh, what do they call her, the Lady Frijoles, that, you know, jump basically the whole line gets admitted into, into you know, the U.S. Um, because, you know, she, because after what she said in, the, in, in Mexico, uh, she claimed that people wanted to harm her and her life was in danger and her daughters. Then she jumps the line Jumping again of all those people that are already waiting for years. And what does she what does she do? She comes to the US because it didn't cost her anything in the sense of time, you know, other than okay, you can say, well, she walked. Okay. But she jumps the line, gets to come in, and then commits crime here crimes in the US. Now, if her situation was mainly different, if she maybe knew what it was to have to wait in line and wait for years, not a couple weeks, not a couple months, and then do it the right way. You know, instead of just, hey, pick her up in a vehicle, bring her over and then, you know, give her right over to her relatives. That is easy. You cannot tell me that that wasn't easy for her. Easy comes, easy goes, because when I know after the crime she committed, they kick her ass out, you know, but there, there is a lesson to learn there. Right. So anyways, that is it for today, guys. I hope you guys enjoy the video. Um, you know, leave a leave a like comment down below and then ring that notification bell as well. If it's not too much to ask. Uh, Until next time, see ya.